Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Mason Dixon, joined once again by Corey, the Bayou Benders, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. Guys, we're back for another episode. Um, things are kind of moseying on along in Habs world, but uh, before we get to all that, Corey, how are you doing, buddy? <laughs> this has got to be the most boring week ever <laughs> when it comes to Habs content. Um, I survived Mardi Gras. It was uh, a miserable time. It was one of the weakest Mardi Gras I've ever been a part of. Um, it's pathetic. There, there was a shooting on St. Charles during, I want to say, Bacchus. So that really just ruined the vibe. Me personally, one, because I, I didn't get to go. I had to work. I had to work on Bourbon Street, more or less. Basically, I was tasked with doing all of the service work in the French Quarter for the draft systems. So any place that had an issue that was within uh, basically from like Decatur to let's say, let's say lower Decatur to uh, Burgundy. I had to deal with it. Um, And it was slow. It wasn't a lot of, wasn't a lot of work. I had three days of it, three, eight hour days of just being in that part of the city and the second day i did nothing i had zero calls i just sat in my van and i watched tv and read 
I'm rereading the game. Um, I played on my phone, made phone calls. Uh, when my ass and feet were hurting from sitting in the car for so long, I'd get out and go walk up and down Bourbon Street um, and then get back in the car. Uh, so, yeah, it was it was miserable. I don't know if you've ever experienced Mardi Gras. You might like it. Uh, but from a work standpoint, it is miserable. It is just a, a shitty fucking time. Like, yeah, you're not working. You're not doing a lot of work. Unless you're in the bar, like unless you're in the service industry part of it, um, you're just fucking bored, dude. I got so bored that on my second day, I walked to Turtle Bay, which just stays a mile. That's not shit. It's, it's the, the walk wasn't the issue. I sat in my car for like five hours, Mason. And I decided to get up and go to my old job. And when I got there. Um, I just planned on shooting the shit for a little bit to kind of make the time go by. And about 20 minutes later, I was in the kitchen cooking. Just helping them push tickets. Um, like, so just you weren't out of paid. sheer, out of sheer boredom. Yeah. I wasn't getting paid. I did it out of love for the craft. Uh, I was, I don't know. In that moment, I was like, I'd love to make a pizza. I'd love to cook steaks i'd love to drop a 40 piece wing i'd <laughs> i'd love to make a salad and then there i was I couldn't imagine being that bored it was fun i'm not gonna lie it was fun my boss came in not for my job my old job he's like the fuck are you doing in there and i fucking laughed i was like look dude i'll get out i'm sorry he's like what are you doing i was like i'm bored and honestly i'm your best employee right now he's like what i was like you're not you don't i'm not paid and i'm not collecting tips so i'm definitely like your most valuable asset right now and he was just like hey man keep the, keep up the great job and he just <laughs> walked out <laughs> uh yeah so I've, i did that for a little bit and then when they were done with their pop i basically walked in i was like who wants a cigarette break and just put everyone on break and just went in there and just cooked and like did their jobs for a little bit and then when the pop was over they gave me some like a plate of crawfish and they were small they were bitch sized and it's because of like how bad the weather's been down here uh i ate some petite crawfish and uh had a a bark red cream soda and walked my ass back to the van yeah uh i haven't been off and i had one day off tuesday which was basically bullshit uh, Tuesday is Mardi Gras day. Uh, but before that I hadn't been off in like, I don't know, 16 days. And then Tuesday really wasn't an off day because I worked pretty late into Monday. I worked from seven in the morning until I'd say about, I think we were supposed to record and you were like, let me know when you're free. Cause I told you I should be home or at least able to record around eight. I think I got home around close to midnight. Um, so Tuesday was like a wash, you know, like I fucking slept through a good portion of the day, woke up, you know, showered, shaved uh, my skull. And um, and that was it. Oh, I watched uh, The Woman King uh, on Tuesday. Great film. Great fucking film. I recommend it. What movie was that? The Woman King with Viola Davis, 
uh john budega i know that's not how you say his last name i'm just i'm, I'm not gonna attempt it right now the guy finn from star wars is that about the fucking african basically african 300 spartans fantastic way better than 300 way better 300 sucks this movie was fantastic <clears throat> uh i don't even like I can't remember. I remember seeing that, like the trailers for that, but not like hearing anything about it. Me neither. Honestly, I was like, "Hey, that's cool," but it's on Netflix now. And I was like, "You know what? I'm I'm just having one of those days where I just don't give a fuck. I just want something I've never seen. Put it on the television, and if I'm interested in it, cool. If I'm not, it'll just be background noise while I do fuck all. And it, like, I mean, like." A minute into the film, I was like, I'm fucking hooked. I called my wife. I said, look, I started this movie. I like it. I think you're going to like it. I'm going to give you a brief synopsis of it. And you let me know if I need to stop watching this film so we can watch it together. Uh, we ended up watching it together. Great film. Great film. Fair enough. I'm sorry. Uh, how foolish of me. Mason, how was your weekend? How was your week? We're basically at the end. This is going to come out on a Friday now. So how was your week? Um, It was all right. I worked basically all week. Did you go down to the Mardi Gras? <laughs> I did not take a trip to New Orleans or Quebec. No. The Mardi Gras. Have you experienced the Mardi Gras? I, it's a uh, nightmare. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really do much. I had a paper that was literally the bane of my fucking existence for basically the last five days. I just could not. It's just one of those papers. I just could not. I chose to write a paper one time overseeing one of my favorite bands of the time, and I regret it to this day. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of 25% of my grade, so I kind of had to, but... So was mine. I think mine was, like, a deciding factor in whether or not I passed. But look where I'm at. I did nothing with my... <laughs> I did nothing with my college credits, so... But, yeah, other than that, I haven't really done much. I'm off tomorrow, so I get to do absolutely fuck nothing, but... Hell, yeah. No, I've just been hanging out, watching the Habs, um... Yeah, I got really excited today when I saw we'd made a move and then to to see that it was picking up Chris Tierney on waivers was <laughs> deflating to say the least. Uh man, Chris Tierney. Uh yeah, that's that's basically it about Chris Tierney. Chris Tierney is a low event, low skill, low low part of the lineup forward who is going to definitely help team tank uh we also heard kirby doc is out with a non-covid related illness that is apparently related to a lower body injury and he's got the cough that's hurting his uh his body no so like they're saying like he had a lower body injury that result that just caused this infection Oh, okay. I, see I can't. I can't lie. Is incredibly perplexing to me. Staff. <laughs> like that's the only thing I can think it would be. But like, 
or like a fuck i don't know like it's just a weird i don't know weird kind of injury i i personally choose to believe that this is just kent hughes taking one for team tank and keeping kirby out of the lineup but who knows at this point well i mean i guess while we're on the injury front um armia out i think he left the game the other day wasn't feeling good still sick i guess uh jack i put on ir fucking they bring in shuneman uh i think he's played two games i'm happy about shuneman did not deserve to to lose his spot you know what i mean i think that's fair i just think that the i think that the guys that the three young guys are just unreal no absolutely i would i just think it was just unfortunate you know like if we just decided to bring up two i think he stays you know (laughs) no i would agree um but no he he's got an assist in the in the new jersey game um I'm excited to see him back. I don't think that – I think the team's, like, just hit peak, we're fucking injured era. Like, I mean, we were in it hard before. Now it's like everybody's in it. Edmondson's been day-to-day for over a month. Uh, Sean Monahan's never coming back. Um, if you're If you're a fantasy fan, the Edmondson thing, I doubt you really have Edmondson on your team. But if you play in, like, a deep league, it's got to be frustrating. I have uh, Edmondson and just them refusing to put him in IR. No, absolutely. Um, but yeah, like you said, other than that, the Habs see like, I mean, I guess it's good on the tank front. You've got Arizona and Chicago going on. Um, yeah, but Arizona runs here. I was going to say Arizona is like pushing it right now. I haven't really kept up with Chicago. I know. Chicago's on like a four-game win streak. The Patrick Kane goal, no goal thing was unreal. Um, I guess shout out to the Kane tour, you know, the the farewell tour. Um, Columbus is actually heating up too, who I think is a a deep team in the list. But I think really the big threat is Anaheim, who just lost to the Capitals earlier today. Yeah, um, I think the Habs are going to be hard-pressed to finish in the bottom three just because um, Columbus, Anaheim, right? you think even Chicago are just so bad, but if they can continue to lose games, some teams are closing the gap, and I don't think it's impossible for us to finish fourth last. You know, I think we could mm-hmm. fall down there. Um, but yeah, it, we'll we'll have to see. Like like we said, the Habs have the toughest schedule in the league coming up. Friday we're playing Philly, which is probably one of the easiest teams we have in the schedule. And we'll find a way to lose Ottawa back to back, which has been good though because we're playing Philly and Ottawa back to back. So hopefully, uh, we can lose. We've lost. I think we've lost four in a row to Ottawa. So hopefully <laughs> we can keep that going. Um, but yeah, is there anything else really like Habs related? Um, I, I wanted to ask you about Sean Monahan. Um, you know, obviously the the way he played in the beginning, everyone was salivating at the thought of what we can get for him. My question to you is, what do you think? How do how do the Habs approach Sean Monahan? 
like as far as next season you know do you try to move them based off of the sample size you've seen uh do you sign them to a one-year deal in hopes that he can he shows his worth more next season and then use that as a trade um package deal what do you think I think the Habs are going to be pretty like sorry. I think the Habs are going to be pretty hard pressed to um to find a trade partner for Monahan simply because like the long especially every game he misses it's going to be worse and worse, right? Um, That's true. I honestly, um, I I don't I think like the idea of round, like they're not getting a first round pick for him anymore. As no, we were, but like, that's I can what sure say that. That's why I'm kind of leaning to, like, I mean, it is what it is. There's other guys we can move in the meantime, but we saw what he's capable of. Will he produce it again? I don't know, but why not try to get him to sign, like, just a standard one-year deal? And then hopefully, you know, we we it, we got to understand that he's there's a good high chance he's going to get injured, and we just wait till he starts really popping off and start – start giving calls out or accepting them? Or do you think that's just so far out of the wheelhouse of possibilities? I just, I don't, like, if I was a, think if you were another, a fan on another team, I would have no desire to pick up Sean Monaghan. Especially the way things, like, trades are happening quickly and assets are getting used. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just don't. With the sorry, with the pieces that are on the trade market <laughs> and the prices for players, I don't see Sean Monahan being really like an op. Like, just I don't think teams are even really considering him an option. Do you know if you? I think Josh Anderson, uh, but we know how Kent Hughes feels about that, so I doubt he gets moved. We've heard that Mike Hoffman is not going to get moved. No teams want him. I don't blame them. Pariah. Basically, if you're a Habs fan, realistically, I think you need to pray Joel Edmondson becomes healthy soon. Because I think that's our best chance of picking up some draft picks, other than um, Habs retaining salary as a third-party team. We've seen uh, mm-hmm. that happen a couple times in this you know, the last few days, last few weeks. And it has come out that Ken Hughes has put out the word that the Habs are willing to do that. So other than, you know, excluding that, I think Edmondson's one of the only guys we could realistically get um, assets for. Okay. I think that's fair. Um, Good luck to Edmondson. Uh, It's just not looking good. You know, it's just the the injuries that we have are just, everything's lingering. Everything's a lingering injury or a long-term uh, we're in the doldrums of the Habs games. Um, man, I'm trying to think who do we who do we play next? We uh, play oh, you said it, Jesus! Philly. You already said it, Philly. Um, God, that's not even fun to talk about. Well, uh, well Mason, let's <laughs> start to talk about. Um, there have been some bigger moves for other teams, but before we get to that, uh. A quick word from our sponsors. 
Absolutely. Uh, folks, the action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer with tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports. You can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You could throw down on all the major sports action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlay, spreads, money lines, and over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Uh, honestly, I'd put money on Columbus right now. I'd put money on uh, on Arizona. Why not? I actually won a couple bucks on Arizona uh, two weeks ago. But uh, best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Make your first deposit. Get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Actually, Mason, uh, it said golf. And I've been watching that new, uh, I think it's called Full Swing on Netflix. It makes me kind of want to bet on them. Like this, this Ram guy who's like number one right now. Yeah, sure, you can bet on him, but uh, I think there's a couple of guys on that show. Like, uh, I think it's James Thomas or something like that. I'd put some money down on him if he, he had some futures going on. Uh, or that kid from Dallas, blanking on his fucking name like always. But uh, I think I'm getting interested in the world of betting on golf. Uh, but we do have another ad read over with our friends over at Raycon. So this time of the year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time pretty unrealistic. Um, I've actually found that the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be part of a big change if something you use, if it's something you use every day, like my Raycons. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low-latency gaming headphones, or speakers with battery that'll last all night at your next party, or if you use it during Mardi Gras, uh, Raycon's got you covered. And yep, Raycon sold at half the price of other premium audio brands. You don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each or a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. Even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycons wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options. Every purchase has an easy and free return policy. And um, because of Mardi Gras, this is a good promotion for it. Uh, the noise isolation, because it was so motherfucking loud. Uh, it was nice to to kind of hollow out some of the bullshit that was going on and still be able to like make phone calls and watch TV in my fucking van. Uh, but other than that, the custom gel tips are uh, really great. Fucking had them in for 12 hours one day. Uh, felt perfect. Didn't really like make my ear feel like you know sore or anything when they came out. Uh, and the, the battery life, I just kind of, went on that also the battery life is probably my number one favorite thing about them but 
uh, ready to buy something small with a big impact, go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15 off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Mason, where were we before we went to the ad reads? We're going to talk about some interesting uh, st- trades going trades. on around the league. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> where you uh, want to start? I think we already touched on Tarasenko um, the last. Yeah, we podcast. did. But I want to talk. I want to talk about the big one. Oh, uh, with the with the Leafs? No, 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 not with the Leafs. Chris, that one Chris, Chris Tierney. <laughs> no, um, the Washington Capitals have traded. Uh, Dmitry Orlov, um, Garnet Hathaway. No, they did not. To yeah, where have I been? Keep talking. They traded uh, Dmitry Orlov, Garnet Hathaway to the to the uh, Boston Bruins for no Craig Smith, a first round pick, a third round pick, and a second round pick. And the Wild um, mm. helped retain some of the salary. Really? And received a fifth round pick as well. No so shit. now the Bruins have <laughs> Dmitry fucking Orlov, who is a legitimate top pairing defenseman, to add to like an already just you know, we we've talked about the Bruins a few times. An insane decor though of <laughs> Charlie McAvoy, Hampus Lindholm, uh oh, Matt Greslick, um Brandon Carlo and now Dmitry Orlov as well. Um, yeah, I think that I also think adding is, Garnet Hathaway. I, I think it. I think my favorite part of this is Garnet Hathaway. He's a fourth round type of guy, but dude, he's not afraid to throw him. He's not afraid to lean to lean a big hit. And he's like the perfect guy to just insert in a checking line or create a checking line around him. <laughs> And I'm not saying that the Bruins aren't strong, but they got a lot of talent. You know, they're going to need somebody to kind of throw it around. They don't have, you know, Chara or fuck. What's his name? I don't, I think he's not there right now. I'm blanking. Yeah. Luch. But I mean, Luch hasn't been there in a while. I'm just talking like, as of now, I'm blanking on his name. They had that big guy that was there like last year. I don't know if he's still there. Um, but it's just good to kind of have someone you know will have your back. Like, I'm not going to say that's Look, what they're missing, but I won't deny that I think um, Garnet Hathaway is a good pickup. But I think it's absurd. I, I he is absolutely not my favorite part of this deal. Uh, Dmitry Orlov is really, 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 really fucking good at hockey. Underrated player, I think, in Washington due to the fact that John Carlson. Um, was there and you know, Mike Green for mm-hmm. a long time. I think Orlov's been around for a long time. He's only 31 years old, but he's been playing in the NHL since he was like 18. So I think he kind of gets forgotten. And I think this year too, he may have been forgotten with Gustafson playing so well. Like I said, John Carlson's there. But Dmitry Orlov is really, really, really fucking good. And like I said, Boston just I I don't think there were a lot of moves they could have made to really improve their team without fucking with the chemistry. And this just seems like 
Obviously, we'll have to see it in action. This seems like this is perfect swinging for the fences without overcommitting and getting a guy like Patrick Kane or a Timu Meyer, who you didn't need another superstar. Mm-hmm. But they've they've gotten as close to that as they possibly can with Orlov and adding Garnet Hathaway to the fourth line or even on the bench. Um, I just I love this move. I think it's beautiful. And the Bruins are even scarier today than they were yesterday for me. Oh, that's no doubt. Um, how about another another bizarre one? Uh, yesterday you had Arizona accept Shea Weber and uh a fifth round pick this this year for uh, Dyson Mayo being sent to Vegas. See that that was pretty funny. Um, do I, I mean at that point I'm kind of thinking they're just accepting Shea Weber for a fifth rounder, but. Well, I don't know. What you have... mean. The the Arizona Coyotes have one of the best Hall of Fame D pairs in the league, Chris Pronger and Shea Weber. Okay, that's what I was getting to. So, <laughs> you know, we saw Weber kind of doing. I'm not going to say coaching, but he definitely was like, you know, skating around a little bit with the guys. I would feel like you you get his rights almost to hope that that's something he sees in his future, like maybe taking some type of. Uh, development with with young d-men role with with arizona i think they'd be pretty sick him over there with shane doan you know just kind of kind of doing the ambassador type of thing who so you think they're doing this to kind of grow the game i mean i would if, if i'm arizona and i can pick up shea weber's contract to get him to be helping the future because i mean arizona is going to be bringing in a, I lot, mean, of, a like, lot of good talent. I like the idea, but I do remember there. I don't know how things went with this, but I remember reports being that Weber was looking to moving later, like a few years' time. They were talking about Weber moving into a, a role with the Habs in management. Mm-hmm. But like he also well, have... sold his house in Montreal, uh-huh. so who knows, right? Like, I mean, wouldn't that have to be after is... his contracts up though? I'm not sure. Yeah, like probably because if he retires, he loses the money, right? Mm-hmm. And why would he? He's not stupid. So just you kind of, I mean, but this is all. If that's his, if that's what he wants to do, what better way than to you know you get dealt, you kind of start. I'm not going to say interning, but, you know, you, you you dabble with it in Arizona. We saw he did it a little bit with Vegas. And then, you know, when you go to Montreal, you already know that they want you. But now you have just a little bit of experience under your belt. I think that's sick. Yeah, I just, like, I think Shea Weber, to be perfectly honest with you. Destroy my dreams. Go ahead. Like, I just don't think he's the kind of guy that wants to live in Arizona for starters. And. No shit, but <laughs> I don't think I don't think he's I think he just wants to chill. I think he's gonna disappear into the sunset and we're never gonna hear from him again. I don't know. I can see this guy being a passionate uh member of development for a sick team. Hmm. Maybe maybe he's down with you know with the future in Mullet Arena. You never know. You shit on Arizona a little bit too much. How about Tyler Mott? Fuck, I going- should shit on Arizona. Did you not see that fucking embarrassing video of Batman on his knees begging the taxpayers? No. I doubt he was on his knees, though. 
I doubt it. He there's a video of Gary Bettman literally ask begging to help fund the arena. I bet. I bet that our NHL commissioner is going to get on his knees and beg for Arizona to do the right thing. He wasn't thing. actually on his knees. Mm-hmm. But that's what you're claiming. Oh my And your, God. Au- your audio is going out because we know you're full of crud. No, it's because you have some little fucking... You have a little fucking boner for the Arizona Coyotes, <laughs> and you're trying to cancel me. You're trying to censor me. You're trying to cancel me. <laughs> this is censorship. Oh, man. Don't make me go put on the, the, the Arizona jersey. Brought to you by Tom Franklin, the Jersey Jesus. <laughs> jersey Jesus. You know what, Mason? It honestly sounds like we need to just have our favorite guests on, Corey and Richie, while you're there for the for the first time ever. You know, because you talk a lot of shit. And then when they come on, you just happen to be writing, writing a paper. I missed one. They've been on three times. You made it one time. Okay. And you talk mad shit. I do talk mad shit. Their fucking team sucks. I'm sorry. Man, that's so ruthless. So ruthless. And I feel bad for them because I'm sure the fans, you know, are great. But look, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Throwing oh, that malark. Sucks. What can I say? Throwing that malark out there. Don't you want to talk about Tyler Mott getting sent back to the Rangers two years in a row? No, I don't. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that O'Reilly trade before we let it go, though? No, I don't give a fuck about it. I think I think there it's a it's a gross overpaying. Uh, they're still going to get canceled in, in the fucking playoffs, and that and that'll be it. it it's just another guy that's I'm not going to say it's past his time. I think he's perfect for a playoff push. Um. But I, I still don't think they're going to get the job done. Why? Goalies. Defense. Yeah, I just... I didn't understand. If they're going to play him on the wing, I guess. But I don't understand trading for a third-line center when you have Matthews and Tavares, especially when you have... What I like, in my opinion, there are concerns on defense for that, that team. Yeah, I would have been moving for a D man, especially with like uh Muzzin, like um, like not coming back. Um, I don't. I'm gonna be really fucking. Maybe this is a hot take. Hot take it. And I wouldn't have said this a couple of years ago, but he's 20 old. We know who he is. That's okay. Morgan is not a number one defenseman. Morgan Riley? Is that what you said? Only because you, you're cutting out a little bit, so I'm just trying to clarify it. Morgan Riley? I'm saying Morgan Riley is not a number one defenseman. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I they should have kept he's... Tyson Berry, and they should have moved Morgan Riley. They would have been in such a worse position. That would have been perfect. No, I think that's a... T- Morgan Riley... When he was 24 and points, I think it was like we all thought his time. He mm-hmm. had a great year last year. But I don't think he's that offensively to 
defensive concerns. And I'm not saying he's a I'm not saying he's a bad player in the game, but he mm-hmm. is not the elite archetype that championship teams always have. Right. Colorado has Makar. Tampa has Hedman. And Bruins have everyone else. John Carlson. <laughs> yeah. The Bruins have <laughs> yeah, everything. I just like he's not the guy. He's not the guy you want a championship. Yeah. And you look at the teams that win, they're all built in a very way, and they all have that ab fine number one Norris Trophy winning Norris Trophy conversation defenseman. Morgan Riley is not that guy. I think the Leafs needed a guy like Eric Carlson or somebody mm-hmm. who was this available. Not, not saying the O'Reilly move is a bad move. I just don't think it's the move they should have made. No, it Especially was especially yeah. considering Austin just grabbed a guy the least could have grabbed and could have afforded mm-hmm. Dmitry Orlov, and I think would have improved their team a lot. I <sighs> yeah, it's a tough one. They're obviously Absolutely. thinking that if if they can outscore, they'll win, kind of like the Oilers, and it's just like mm, it's only going to get you so far. Yeah, I feel terrible for the Leafs. I don't. I think this is exactly gotta, where I, I want them. I don't. It's hilarious that they're going to have to play Tampa in the first round. Yeah. And then Boston if they beat them. <laughs> they're gonna, if, they, if they make it anywhere, they're going to be worn down. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be like a, a shitty old vehicle that's just like barely making it in on the rest stop. And just get crumbled. Wow. Look, man, I think we've gone on pretty pretty long for an episode when we have nothing to talk about. Um, if you'd like to take us out when you're ready, I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be upset with that. All right, absolutely. Well, thank you guys for uh, listening along. Uh, yeah, not a lot of, uh, but we're uh, hope you know up here we get some moves, get move some of the veterans, get some awesome. But thank you once again for listening. Um, we will be back again soon. Some more news. So thank you guys and we'll talk to you later. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.